Hey everybody, this is your current GM, Drew. I just wanted to say a couple things before this episode uh, got started. You know, as usual, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, This episode got a little, uh, I don't know, not convoluted, but that might be the best word for it. Emotions ran a little high at certain points and things were going on and it had been a while since uh, me and Flocky had done the rules for second edition. Uh, he's been doing a lot of uh, D&D fifth edition and I've been working on generating my own game. So a lot of the rules kind of escaped us and we forgot some totals here and there. So some of the mechanics and, and we actually tried to roll this out and everything. Um, aren't precise, but it's fine. You know, it actually added to the story and made things interesting, but I just wanted to kind of throw out a little disclaimer before everything started. And, you know, as usual, if you guys can tell your friends about us, uh, hit us up on social media. Uh, We're at the Bergcast and thebergcast at gmail.com. Appreciate it. And yeah, hope you really enjoy this episode. We did. Yeah, it's, it gets kind of crazy, and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as we did again. Entered the hallway of this corporate building, this tower, and seen someone come up the stairs. Um, I'm going to place this person with a red circle because one thing that Morgan notices is um, once he starts to get his bearings anyway, he notices that this, this guy or lady or whatever they are, well, it's a it's a masculine body shape. It's probably a, a male. Anyway, uh, the 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 enemy, for lack of a better word, is uh, has the red tinge. I didn't mean to do this of contingency mm. around them. Or sorry, red is continuity. So. Um, it's it's a bit disorienting for a second. First, first Morgan just sort of sees a red light, and uh, it's a bit weird because this person also has a rifle with a, a, a targeting scope. So there's a red line coming off of their weapon pointing at him, but then he notices also that there is a sort of reddish glow around the figure which is the color of continuity okay so uh let's just do initiatives then okay uh plus four so 16 
Interesting. Bad I roll. Have a dex of eighteen. Plus four modifier. On I dex. guess. I I think it's you then. Okay. So let me make sure I'm interpreting this correctly. Morgan has walked down the hall, uh, you know, and before he gets to the door, this person opens the door and there's a spiral staircase. Yeah, there's, um, you came out of here because mm-hmm. you heard footsteps coming up and this person came up out of here. Okay. So is it one of those stairwells where the stairs are directly behind him or is it one of those where you kind of have to walk over to the side and then like the, the rectangle of empty spaces behind him? I'm not sure I understand your question. Like, is this one of those staircases where it's like got the big hollow space in the middle where you go down the different flights? Like most buildings have. Oh, like a split staircase. Well, just where, you know, it's like steps and then a landing and it like follows around like the square of a wall, but the middle. Yes. Yes. It's like that. Okay. So like on the floor below, it'll come around this other way. I don't want to draw it because I don't know how right. to get rid of things easily. But you can look like all the way down and see like the bottom. The yeah. Bottom. So like the floor below, it's like beep, burp, 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 and then below that, burp, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, Morgan wants to run straight at him. And I guess he's just going to try to set it up. He's just going to uh, pummel them and try to get them to take a couple steps back. So mm-hmm. where their back is to that open space. Okay. He wants to get them positioned towards that open space. All right. Okay. So you move up here and you're going to try and force him like back yeah. here or, or whatever. So he could maybe go. Ah! Yeah. 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 That's the general idea. Okay. Um, I don't know how you force people back in this system. Um, but I imagine this is an attack. Yeah, he's got uh, yeah, he's got improved throw. Um, I don't know. I I guess maybe he's just trying to push him push him back to a certain extent. So maybe he just rushes him and like, you know, wrestling MMA style, just tries to do like a, you know, grabs him around the waist and like pushes him back that direction. Okay, so you grapple him. Yeah. We'll just do that. Okay. We'll just say that. That'll probably be the easiest system-wise. A grapple check is like a melee attack roll. Okay, so roll that if you would. So that's a 10. So roll to 10. Roll to 10. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so that would be 15. Okay, so then he just rolls his defense bonus, I guess? Yes. Yikes. 26. Uh, so Morgan like reaches out to grab a hold of him and he just, he's got his rifle up on his shoulder. He just, he just turns it like swats Morgan's arms away with the butt of the rifle and then brings it back around real quick. Okay. Um, so I don't know what else you can do in a turn. Do you have other stuff that you're trying to do? I guess that's pretty, pretty much move and attack and 
minor actions, but that was okay. all he was going for. Okay. The enemy lowers his rifle just a little bit so you can see the bottom of his face, uh, the, the, the bottom of his mask with the uh, sort of dual bulb air filter thing on, on either side mm-hmm. as he's lowering his as he's lowering the gun a little bit you see him like flick something on the side of the mask and uh maybe it amplifies his voice or something but he does something like a, a key eye or a, or a war scream it's just like rah, right in your face really loud and suddenly so uh you can roll sense motive against this okay so that's a nine. So uh, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Yep. Nice. Okay. Rolled a seventeen with a nine in the skill. All right. Uh, well, his his value is lower than that, so um, his startle does not work. You uh, that was gonna set you up for something. Startle, uh, well, he tries to just like disrupt your rhythm with that, tries to like surprise you with it, but you're, you're too, Morgan's too angry or too focused. Uh, in any case, it doesn't work. In that case, I'm when not, he, sorry, go ahead. sorry, when, when he sees that, I guess he can't move past you. He couldn't move through you, but maybe he could move to the side. I don't know. Are there opportunity attacks in this? No, not that I remember. Okay. Well, uh, he kind of like falls back a step and then goes diagonal and starts moving this way. I'm going to put him over here. I'm assu- I, I don't actually know how far people can move, but I'm assuming these are five feet squares and movement is about 30. That's what it is in D&D edition but um yeah i need to brush back up on the the rules for this we're a little bit rusty yeah i mean for now i'm just gonna move him here because he was here and that's like uh one two three four five six or something like that you know it's like i think in this system it's something like base 10 and then it's like your dex modifier or something like that i don't know oh, but 30 boy. feet sounds okay cool. we'll just go with that it's universal and simple all right good okay right. so he moves and then it's you okay uh morgan's just gonna kind of follow right on his tail mm-hmm. kind of get here so in case he comes into the room or whatever he can cut him off and he's just gonna like uh, he's gonna Superman punch him. Mm-hmm. The full-on flying haymaker kind of punch. Mm-hmm. Overhand. Okay. Why does the system hate me when I attack? Fifteen again. I don't know. So yeah, that was my turn. Okay. He takes a step back. Well, he takes a cut. He he backpedals a couple of feet. He, he moves back, and he fires a burst from his gun. Okay. <laughs> oh! Oh, dear. Okay. Well, I rolled a one, but thanks to probability control. Uh-huh. Or, or no. Yeah. Nope, nope. Sorry. I used probability control for the attack, so 
Uh, yeah, that's a natural one. Really? You yep. can only use it, uh, it doesn't... Yeah, you can use it once per round. Oh my, okay. Sorry, I thought you knew that. I, uh, I, you know, I, I really need to read up on it. I'm not, um, super well-versed in how that works. Okay, so then, um, alright. I'm also not really clear on how damage works but he has a damage bonus of plus well, seven okay so that hits so you uh roll damage and i roll uh toughness right um he also because of auto fire his attack some of his extra attack not successes but you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. some of that some of that gap is going to carry over okay. i think it's i think it's two to one okay so since he got 14 over your result, seven. So make a toughness save against 14. Okay. Wait, do I do I roll it and add 14, and then you roll his toughness save? I thought it was you just rolled the attack, and then whatever that was over the toughness is the, the damage. Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah. You would know. So it's, 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 it's against 14. Uh, no, you you would roll a, the d twenty and then add whatever his his damage is. Oh, I do roll a twenty. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then I roll and add my toughness. All right. Okay. So uh, that's twenty six for me because I have a thirteen toughness. Well, you just soaked off a few rounds from. An AR-15 or something. Yeah. Um, so he he shoots into you at, at point blank there, pretty much, and then he moves, and you lose sight of him. I don't know. Why don't we say that since Morgan rolled a, a one on the defense roll, but he soaked it like the bullets knocked him down or something like that. Uh-huh. And that's how he absorbed some of that impact. So, sure. Okay, so he's got instant up, so he's going to do a kip up, and then he's going to do what he was thinking before when, in one of my what-ifs, and he's just going to jump like straight through the drywall. <laughs> okay, make, make a strength okay. check. Five modifier... Wow, the system totally hates me. So yeah, that's a. Uh, I rolled another one, um, so I'm going to use probability control on that, and that's a 15. All right, you you bust through the relatively flimsy office drywall, and you land basically on top of this guy. Um, why don't you immediately make another grapple check since you just sort of collided with each other? All right. Wow. Uh, that would be a six on the roll, so a 11. Okay, uh, you kind of, you, you come through the wall and sort of land on his back, but he like twists to the side and throws you off, so I'm going to move you forward. Okay. Here. So you busted through the wall. I, I, that grapple was just sort of like a, a, a circumstantial thing, so mm -hmm. you can still act, but um, I'm going to say you can't move anymore this turn. Okay. Um, 
I want to I want to sweep the leg. Okay. I want I want to trip him. So I get a plus four bonus. Well, I have to see if I hit first. Oh my gosh. How are you rolling all these ones? Yeah, that's three ones in a row. That's pretty wild. Okay. So I just fall flat on my ass right in front of him. And so on his turn, he kicks you in the head and then moves. Uh, I don't know what being prone does to you in terms of defense. It's up to you. I, I don't think there's a mechanic for it in the game, except uh, like rain, like far ranged attacks have uh, a minus well, five. But I'm right next okay, to him, like so you're 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 flat footed, I guess. Right. Okay. So we'll just say no dex bonus. Yeah. So. Uh, so that would make my defense minus four. Looks so like that would plus be five. Yeah. In your on on your sheet in the flat footed box it says five. Okay. So we'll do that instead. Yeah, he hits me. I rolled a seven. So okay. thirteen. Or twelve. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's damage. You're almost certainly going to absorb that, but Yeah. I roll you rolled a sixteen, I rolled a sixteen, and then I have a plus 13 on my toughness yeah right you didn't even have to add your toughness yeah bonus to not be hurt by that um so he kicks you in the head you see him going this way and then you don't see him anymore all right stand up in a i don't know capoeira break dancing spin <laughs> and guess i'm gonna head like the opposite way than he that he left back around towards the stairs i don't know tell me if i see him like at any point through that no you don't see him oh wow okay well let's let's try something um i'm just gonna roll my d20 here on my table and you uh you you give me a, a notice check Okay. Uh, 21. I rolled a 3, but probability control, so 10 plus 11 is 21. Okay. You don't see him. Wow. Okay. Morgan just like... He's just... He's still seeing red. Um, mm-hmm. I guess he'll run over to the stairs. Okay. And see if he sees him in the stairwell he'll you know he'll look down or whatever uh no you don't well okay uh make another notice check sorry okay. i'll just keep that nine just in case so that's 20 20 okay no you don't see him but you do hear a noise any particular direction uh yeah from behind you it's his gun. He steps out from cover and shoots you. Definitely glad I saved that probability control in case this gives me another one. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, 18. Okay. 
or am I considered flat-footed? Uh, I think so. In okay. fact, hang on just a second. I mean, I, I don't know what a surprise attack is supposed to do in this. Target of a surprise attack loses any dodge bonus to defense against the attack and suffers an additional minus two defense penalty. Oh, okay. So if it's if you're flat-footed and minus two... Yeah, so that'd be 14 with okay. a roll of 11. Okay, all right. 17 is over 14. All right, so that hits, and then we you roll damage, and I'll roll toughness. All right, so 23 for me. I rolled a 10. Oh, Whoa! Fuck. Uh, okay, so he, he pops around the corner and just opens up like half a clip into your side and back. Um, I don't know if a crit on the damage roll does anything in particular, but what happens? So like 33 is 10 higher than 23. What happens now? I am pretty sure I'm stunned. Fails by... 10 or more staggered plus stunned okay so i can't do anything at, at least for the next round you're like slumped back against the wall he shoots again i guess all right and then when do you get a chance to to shrug off being stunned okay hold on one second staggered uh that's recovery staggered character has been badly beaten Barely holding on to consciousness, he can only take a single standard or move action each round. And then... Oh, wow. A character loses any dodge bonus to defense and takes a minus two to defense and cannot take actions other than reactions. Okay. So yeah, I can react right now, but yeah. Okay. And, and then right. I take a shitload of damage too. Okay, then here's here's what happens. While you're reeling, he comes over to you, uh, pulls the mask up just over his mouth. Uh, he's 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 let go of the gun. It's on a sling, so it's hanging from his chest. But uh, he pulls the mask up a little bit while he reaches into his like tactical vest. He pulls another grenade out, and he says, "I'd like to tell you it's nothing personal." He pulls the pin and puts the grenade on you and shoves you down the stairs. And he's like, but everything's personal. Fuck. So you're falling down the stairs and a grenade may be blowing up on you. Um, fortunately, in this system, grenades do jack shit for damage. So <laughs> roll the toughness save again. All right. So, yeah, plus 13 with a seven yeah. roll so right so the grenade 20. explosion just sort of like pushes you like it just sort of propels you it's just force nothing gets through the armor okay um uh you fall down the stairs for a while so make another toughness save for that i guess there's a good roll finally 18 plus yeah. 13 so uh -huh. Morgan, uh, 
Morgan like rolls down the stairs backwards in just kind of a fun way. He's long since learned to tuck his chin and he gets some momentum going and he's able to just sort of like roll down and around a couple of flights and eventually stop and get on his get on his feet. Could I do something different? If you like. All right. Could I because he stuck the grenade on me and then put like pushed me down the steps, right? Yep. Could I make it look believable to like stop where it would be reasonable, like on the next landing or whatever, and play dead? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, I want to do that. Okay. Um. So play dead. Is there like a deception skill? Uh, I believe so. Which Morgan is probably terrible at. Uh, bluff or yeah i guess hang on perform yeah i think it would be bluff but i'm gonna say that the fact that you're i mean there's there's a i mean circumstances are in your favor here so um you could maybe use a different skill or maybe you could take 10 on it or something like that could I use since I have acrobatic bluff? Mm-hmm. Could I use acrobatics instead? Oh yeah, uh huh, absolutely. Okay. Because you're sort of like controlling the way your body looks, like you fall in a certain way, and you sort of splay your body out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay, so that's a roll of a thirteen plus twelve, so twenty-five. Okay. Uh-huh. After after a an interval of five ten seconds, you hear you you hear the enemy come down the stairs. You can have an eye open without giving yourself away because of uh, the mask. Right. Like your 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 suit helmet has the visor and stuff. I assume. Mm-hmm. Um. So you can sort of watch him come down the stairs, and you see he's he's got the gun drawn again, but he sort of looks down and examines you. Yeah. And then oh, I uh, forgot to take uh, health penalties into effect, but I guess you rolled a sixteen, so it wouldn't be that. Yeah. What 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 health penalties are there? What would that do? Uh, well, he's lethal. He took lethal damage, so okay. So lethal and bruised are track the same it's just lethal damage is uh, healed differently uh, tracking so. damage mark it on the damage track with a slasher check mark all right so you've been so i'm still staggered because staggered is like a hit is a damage condition okay so i think that superseded like dice penalties and i am just straight up staggered mm-hmm. so i can only either take a action or a move Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and how does your regeneration work? It's it's like double what humans do, so it's not going to have any effect right now. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Like it's just it's like one point in each. Okay. All right. Um, this guy is standing on the stairwell above you. He, he comes down to like the, the landing above and uh, 
he's got the uh he's he's got the gun drawn up to his shoulder but uh kind of he he lowers it down to the hip he like with his right arm he's got his rifle sort of pressed against his side he can't really hip shoot an assault rifle accurately i guess but he's acting like he can mm-hmm. and with his with his left he uh he brings out a uh <laughs> with his left he brings out an old flip phone and he flips it open and he and he he hits a button um he's still got the uh the, the mouth of the mask up so he's breathing in the the dusty air from the explosions and uh he's like yeah this is the exterminator i found your problem and i set the uh trap for it yeah <clears throat> do you want me to bring down the whole nest uh-huh uh-huh sure well just remember that extra clause in my contract all right it'll be 10 15 minutes tops well there's situational factors yeah 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 all right okay all right and he hangs up okay just also how much i failed i am also disabled yeah uh which means that if i do anything strenuous uh i take the dying condition next time Mm-hmm. okay he uh this, this more, guy sorry yeah go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you go. I, I'm I'm just going to stay there until he, like, tries to walk over my dead body. Mm-hmm. You see him uh, go through his gear. He, like, takes something out of a small pocket. It looks like a little electronic device that's basically just, like, uh, uh, well, roll, roll notice, maybe. Okay. Yeah, notice will do. Wah, wah. I'm just... I'm just going to take that too. So what's, uh, what's your notice 13. bonus? That'd be a 13 total. Okay. Well, that's enough to see that the thing he's holding has like a, like a pressure grip thing and, and a, a little antenna and a button. So, um, if this is a movie, then this is a detonator. Okay. You see him like check it. He, he, he fiddles with it. And then he starts to just walk down the stairs. Okay. Uh, let me check one thing real quick. Hero points. Recover. You can spend a hero point to recover faster. A hero point allows you to immediately shake off stunned or fatigue condition. While disabled, you can spend a hero point to take a strenuous action for one round without your conditioning worsening to dying if you spend a hero point on a normal okay so i'm gonna i imagine since he just went through seeing brian dying he probably has a hero point well you you start with one anyway right right so he may have two okay i'll leave that to you um so yeah when he gets close to yes he has two okay when he gets close to him he's gonna he's gonna spin that so he doesn't go to the dying and he wants to mm-hmm. this is if he's walking past him 
Yeah, he does. Okay. Uh, I just want to get up and like, or not get up, but just turn so I can like mule kick him over the railing. Mm. Okay. Or up kicking, not mule kick. Sure. Um, he's probably not going to see it coming, but um, do stealth. Okay. Uh, I rolled an 11, and I have a plus 12, so 23. 23? Okay. He has a thing where he can take 10 on notice. Okay. But that produces a number that is lower than your thing, so you surprise him. Okay. I guess... Okay, I found out what surprise does, and then I immediately lost it. But go ahead and make an attack roll anyway. Uh, you are flat-footed, and you have a minus two to defense. Right, okay. Because that just happened to me. Right, okay. Oh, the system hates me attacking. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take it. my probability control, so that's a 10. So, mm-hmm. 15. Womp womp. 10 plus what? 5, so 15. Well, that's what he got, so... Okay. You kick him, and it sounds like you're more interested in shoving him than doing damage. Yeah, at this point, with as badly injured as Morgan is, you know, he's bleeding like crazy and everything. Um, He figures it'll probably do more damage if he gets him over the rail and falling Mm -hmm. than him hitting the guy mm-hmm. well okay let's just take the attack and defense rolls that we used and use them instead so you shove him and he falls okay so the way this stairwell is there isn't like a huge central hole that he can fall through right but he falls down at least a full story and probably like hits the stairs and then like bounces or rolls and hits another one. So, uh, all right. You hear him curse. All right. The rules say, uh, falls of 10 feet or more damage you, whatever. So, uh, against like a, a DC of 17, he rolled a 22. So he, he soaks the damage from getting kicked down the stairs uh Morgan can hear him getting up he 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 uh hears him cough a bit and then the coughing turns into laughter and uh he can hear him just sort of walking down the stairs and he's like he he calls back up all right i was headed down here anyway soon as i'm out the bottom door the building comes down Hope your little friend was worth it. And then he just hears footsteps. Well, it was fun playing, Morgan. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. All right, Morgan's just kind of going to... He's he's just laying on his back, just looking up at the the ceiling. 
got a hand on some of the bullet wounds that are seeping blood. Oh, he reaches for the the mystical radio and and thinks Roland's name. He's like, uh-huh. "Roll." I don't think I'm gonna get out of this one, <coughs> buddy. Oh, I just want to say thanks for helping me out, and uh, I know you're not a fighter, but just don't let this city go to shit. And he's gonna leave it at that. He's gonna get up and uh, scoot out to the window, I guess, and just kind of kind of take a look out at Stringersburg and uh, I don't know. He uh, honestly. I, I, me, Drew, have a a million things I want to do, but, uh, you know, Morgan's never been filled full of bullet holes before and close (laughs) to dying and in a building that's about to explode and had a guy whose head just exploded. Um, so he's at, he's at a complete loss. He's just gonna, he's gonna look at the city that he, he loves and everything and feel a giant pang of, of regret. Like he, he doesn't know what to do. Okay. You know, he just, he doesn't have that kind of experience to handle this type of situation. Like I want to do something like super heroic and crazy, but he's, you know, he's just a dude. He is. He's just a dude who trained real hard, as hard as he could given his circumstances and found a suit of magic power armor got in way over his head but he loves stringersburg and as he looks out the window over the city he can relish the the view for a moment because it's so high up yeah he'll he'll even take his helmet off and he, he looks at the inside on the inscription and stuff and he's just like you picked the wrong guy and he tucks it under his arm and just waits there's uh <laughs> There's, okay, I, I I like looking inside the the, the helmet. Um, he 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 looks in there and he says, "You you picked the wrong guy." And maybe even before he finishes the sentence, something seems weird inside the helmet, and realizes that the mystical writing on the inside is different than when he looked at it before. Um, it looks smaller for one thing, and it, the, the characters are shaped differently. Uh, so he, I, I presume he's going to try and read it. Uh, yeah, just like cursory, like he's, mm-hmm. he's more interested in, in, composing himself in his last moments yeah like looking looking out and sure you know all kinds of emotions that i myself am feeling <laughs> he uh he, he he looks a little bit closer at the at the writing and notices that it's in english 
and that it's a single word. Does he care to read it? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The word in block capitals is jump. He just snickers to himself because that was actually the only idea he had, but he figured it'd just kill him quicker. The next building out, if this tower that he's in is at the center of this little, this weird little walled corporate complex, the next building out is far enough away that like three or four people abreast can walk in the space. But it's not that far for him. He's jumped farther than that. And it's a it's a few stories down, but it's not like ten. It's like three. Okay. Um and Morgan looks away from the helmet and out the window for a moment and sees a hairline crack in the window. In fact, yeah, no, that's right. There's, there's a crack in the window. He, uh, snickers to himself and it's like, what was that thing that B said one time? Uh, Deus misogyna. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> and he and he puts the helmet on and just like he's gonna spend that last hero point uh-huh. and go through the window. <laughs> yep. All right, buddy, roll acrobatics. <sighs> Oh, probability control 10 plus 12, so 22. 22. Okay. I rolled a five. Wait, so you have, you have 20, you have 22? Yep. Okay. Do a fucking toughness. Uh, that's another 22. No, that's toughness is plus seven. I rolled a nine. I already used my probability control. Yeah. Or no, sorry, that's 13. That's right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking my defense. Ah, yeah, okay. Okay. Morgan falls for long enough to have some time to think about how he's ended up here. And, uh... Right before he hits the roof of the neighboring building, his instincts and his training kick in, and he rolls and absorbs it as best he can, and he ends up flat on his back. Um, And he is unconscious for a while. He vaguely hears the crack of what may be thunder. Uh, and then he's out. What part of the city did we say that this was happening in? Uh, I think it was in like the far northern part. Yeah. Like quite a bit away from the sink. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, let me present it to you this way. Um, while he's unconscious, Morgan dreams, uh, or at least 
Dream is the best way he can make sense of this experience because he's um, all too vividly aware of things. It doesn't have the, the vagueness that a dream usually does, but it does have the surreal quality. So he's not really sure how to classify what's happening, but he's... Um, He's in a sort of empty space. It's pretty dark. But there's a woman in front of him who's glowing. She's wearing like a really old-fashioned, traditional costume of some kind. Looks like it's from some historical period. Um, looks like silk robes it's wrapped around her in a particular pattern and yada 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 she has an elaborate hat and really long sleeves and she's uh she's holding a a quill and there's ink coming off of of the tip in little drips and um he's he's aware of her for a moment before she's aware of him and then she looks up and looks right at him. And she says, she says something in a language he doesn't understand at first. And then she says, which one are you? Uh, uh, Morgan. Morgan. From the new world, right? Uh, from my world? I, I don't fucking know. Oh, uh... <clears throat> Your pardon, a term that is archaic in your time. You are found in the Americas, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. And by the way you reckon time, your year is? Uh, let's see, we're still in 2018 in the game, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, 2018. She says, just a moment. She, uh, she turns away for a minute, um, and then abruptly she's facing him again, but she's closer this time. She doesn't have the quill in her hand. She has a box. Um, it's a wooden box, like a small chest with a hinged lid, and she's holding it sort of in the crook of her elbow with one arm. She puts her, her other hand on, on the top of it. She says, she says, when I open the lid, you will see three objects. Choose one. Uh, uh, hold, hold on. Uh, usually I'm a lot nicer than this, but I've had a shit day. Who the fuck are you? I mean, says, I've seen you before, and my buddy Roll said that uh, I... Uh, it's, uh, it's something about an ancient argument about wizards or, or some shit. Like, what's going on? Like, come on. Your friend is oversimplifying, but correct. I, throughout time, have made the argument that a destiny that is rigid will fail the world. Fate must be flexible. There must be room for growth and change. 
the ability for the scheme of mankind's destiny to respond to pressure. My counterpart has argued that nothing can be left to chance, that anything other than complete control is unacceptable. He is incorrect, but I don't suppose that really answers your question. No, not she, really, because I think I met one of one of his people. I don't know, whatever. A guy with a big, big ass gun, and uh, yeah, that went weird too. You met the wielder of the weapon. Yeah, had a had a couple beers, talked about it. You met the wielder of the weapon socially. Well, it. It didn't start socially, but it ended socially, and oh, he's he's an all right guy. Hmm. Well, you may not enjoy hearing this, but the weapon and the armor do not select based on personality or on morality or any of a number of other traits. The system involved in your selection is quite... Uh, arcane. Uh, I was going to say bad because I fucked up real bad. How so? I got my ass handed to me. I imagine that, I don't know, I'm dead. Is that is mm. that how this works? I mean, that's how the shit seems in a movie. Like, all everything's all fuzzy and surreal. And If you were dead, we would not be speaking. I do not practice necromancy. Uh, no. The suit... She, she says, the armor has responded to your condition with a certain emergency protocol that reaches across time. It is not something that can be done frequently, so listen very carefully. I'm all ears, lady. When you choose an object from this box... The box here in this representation, it will result in certain contingencies taking place in your time. However, I cannot explain to you what the objects represent. To do so would be to compromise their nature as things that are contingent or situational. In other words, if I exercise too much control over them or over you, we move from contingency into continuity, and nothing will help you. However, if you simply choose based on what you know and how you feel, then something will happen. Yeah, that's how I live my life. She smiles, and she starts to say something and, like, holds up a finger, and then she stops herself. She's like, <clears throat> so you see. Not really, but I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm so in over my head in every way Indeed. possible. Indeed. This is the nature of being chosen for contingency. Or perhaps nature is a bad term. It is uh, 
uh, one moment you see her like dig inside her, her robe or whatever. And she like pulls out a, a scroll or something. She like unrolls it clumsily with one hand and looks, she's like, I believe you say par for the cause course par for the course. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's a real boring sport that I don't know. Uh, yeah, par is like normal. Yes, exactly. <sighs> I don't know. Hit me. Show me the box. But uh, who are you? You never answered that question. My name would mean very little to you. Well, I have somebody who it might mean a lot to that, since we can't do this often, can answer some questions that I'm definitely going to have. Your magician friend. Yeah. You must not speak to him of me. It, that's not how that's not how I work, or that's not how our relationship works. He already knows about you. He already looked in the helmet. You should dissuade him from doing so in the future. If he tries and succeeds in understanding the nature of the armor too well, then it will not function as it should. It is not meant to be interfered with by other magicians. I'm not a magician. Precisely. If your magician friend reads too much into it, he will believe he understands what it is. He may attempt to tamper with it, as many have in the past. If he does, I will be forced to intervene, and that is costly. All right. He looks into it. I lose the suit. I think you'll understand that. He should. It is a common... This sort of thing is a common enough metaphor in magical practice. All right. He's You're... way smarter than me. He'll, he'll understand. Would you describe him as a capable magician? Uh, more than he gives himself credit for. I see. Then he should understand. Are you prepared? No, but go ahead. Without another word and with a blank expression on her face, she opens the chest. Um, to the left, you can clearly see a partially filled syringe with a sort of greenish bluish liquid in it and a droplet of the liquid at the very tip of the needle on the right you can see a small notebook and a pen the pen is like held inside the pages of the notebook like somebody opened the notebook about part way and shut the pen inside it and the thing in the middle is abstract uh it's just a sort of shape it's some sort of polygon he can't really tell what it's made of it 
shifts as he looks at it. He couldn't really say what it is. Okay. Do you want to try and interpret these objects, or you want to just choose one? Do you want me to roll to interpret it, or do you want me to vocalize how Roland or how Morgan feels about these? If if you want a hint, then make a roll. I would say to do to get any information out of this, it would be. Could I just do a straight wisdom check since that's kind of how he he follows his gut? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that once for each object, but it'll get harder each time. Okay. So the first the, the, the first hint is ten. The second hint is is DC fifteen, and the third one is twenty-five. So it goes up by five, and then it goes up by ten. Okay, and this is in the order that you described them? Uh, you can tell me which one he looks at in what order. Okay. Well, first I'll, I'll just kind of give his mentality, I guess, and then you can tell sure. me like how it feeds into it. He looks at the needle, and that's like his least interested one because that shit's bad for you. You learn that at a young age. <laughs> the the notebook he's initially like drawn to because even if it doesn't look like the the steno pads or whatever he uses like the dollar store ones like that's how he does it like he sticks the pen in mm-hmm. on the pages and everything so he's initially like oh but the middle one once he sees it it's just like that's the situation i'm in i don't know what the fuck is going on Mm-hmm. I don't understand anything and I can't even really see what this thing is so that's the one like so he wants to go like middle like object notebook syringe is how I'll do the checks okay. sure so object will do do you since we're in this this probability control even work um no. Okay, I don't think. Okay, so first roll six. Second roll, nat twenty. Ooh. And last roll nineteen. And these are using your wisdom, so each of them is increased by three. Right. So nine. So twenty-three. Fail. Yeah. Fail. Succeed. Fail. Yep. Although the no, first one is. Did you say the what was the DC on the last one? 25. Ah, uh, yeah. It goes from 10 to 15 to 25. Gotcha. Um, the first one, though, you're you're close. Do you want to succeed at cost in the style of the fate system? Uh, sure. At this point, Morgan doesn't have much to lose, or at least that's how he feels. So is that a yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me go in in reverse order then. You said you're you're he's looking at the syringe last. Yeah. Okay. That one he has a hard time parsing. Like it seems to have something to do with drugs, maybe a drug user, but maybe it represents science in some way. It's hard to really tell what that means. He's inclined to think it might, just because everything has been framed for him in terms of this conflict lately. 
he's inclined to look at this and think technocracy you know hmm. he doesn't he doesn't know if the if the tpp dabbles in chemical enhancement of people or what but it does seem to represent science or or high technology maybe but he doesn't really know um as far as the book goes he immediately has a strong sense that the book is tied not only to Roland but to the rest of the little team that he's assembled so um that would include the sailor paku paku and maybe even some of the other almost allies that he's made lately like misty or something yeah maybe yeah or seven or and spitter or something not them okay not the monster squad yeah he, he it's they he, he thinks he wonders if it's in that direction and immediately gets a sense that that's not it okay does, that they're 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 separate somehow okay does he get a sense at all since it's a book that bianca might be tied in uh yes okay and then for the mystery objects um first of all for the cost make a will save and i will go ahead and tell you that this is a difficult check okay 23 or 22 okay Build a 19 uh your your will save is higher than that i think oh will save yeah yeah sorry i thought I was doing a wisdom. Uh, will save is seven. So, so 26. 26. Okay. <clears throat> Even considering this object uh, exposes him to, to a, a kind of danger, um, he may later be able to articulate what this danger is, but at, at the moment, he just feels that it's a threat to him in some way, and he snatches a little bit of information from it and then and then has to look away if he stays sort of mentally connected to it any longer it'll take something from him so he grabs he grabs a fact from it and then dips um and the fact that he learns from this is that it it represents help from an unexpected quarter Someone he hasn't even met yet. All right. <sighs> the woman holding the box says nothing, but you can see a sort of urgent look in her eye. He's, he just, he's like, I just, just give me like 10 seconds. Got it. I don't know. The boulder is conflicted. Um, <laughs> unknown source. I gotta go. I gotta go with what's always been there for me, what's always kept me going. And he reaches for the notebook. 
Okay. He takes it and the box dissolves. Um, the woman is abruptly farther back from him and the, the light that she's been glowing with starts to fade. And she says, she says, with respect, I hope I do not see you again. <laughs> and then she's gone. And Morgan comes to in <clears throat> Morgan comes to on the floor of a rundown office that looks familiar and he sees Roland crouched over him and then that puts it together this is Roland's office his old office that he's been avoiding hmm. Apparently, he's no longer avoiding it because they're in it together, and there uh, is a vague shape hovering in the air nearby, which is humanoid, but um, not quite. He can he sort of s smells like mud and water. And... Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. But Roland, Roland is um, sort of squinting at him. He's just like, I, I feel something. Morgan? No, sorry, he doesn't know his name. Yeah, he does. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, I we, forgot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like, hold on, I feel something. More. Uh, Sentinel, Morgan, Chief. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. He just like reaches up and and grabs the the back of Roland's head, like grab, puts his fingers in his hair and just like grabs and pulls on a little bit. All right. Roland like just sort of touches his forehead to the helmet for a second and just gives out a big sigh and then he sits backwards he sort of collapses backwards and he says hey I know you don't like to touch the material world or whatever but you grab that bottle out of the bottom drawer of my desk and the uh vague humanoid shape sloshes over to a, a desk pulls a bottle out hands it to him and roland takes a big drink uh the the shape sort of slides across the floor over to morgan and uh, he can see what looks like a, a person a young man and floating inside it is a fish. Hmm. It's uh, it's the sailor and Paku. Paku is apparently riding around in the sailor's water body. Um, and they're all just, they both just stare at him. All right, Morgan wills the suit to retract back down to its base-like, leotard-esque. Uh -huh. Uh, material. He's uh -huh. just, he just reaches out to the 
mostly to Paku Paku, but he's like, hey, buddy, just, uh, oh, fuck. Oh, what happened he about hears, me? Uh, he, he, he hears in his mind a lot of mo go go no mo go no go mo 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 no blow blow no don't blow mo don't blow up you blew up uh, but you didn't uh, felt like I blew up feels like I blew up oh shit the sailor is like uh, you were in a building that collapsed or near it at least yeah, thought I was, uh, thought I was done. Sailor, uh... I don't even sailors. actually know what happened. Ah. Well, the, the sailor's features become more, um, granular as his face sort of resolves a bit more so that you can see him scowl. He says, the enemy sent an assassin for you. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was pretty badass. I uh, I don't th- uh, fuck. I don't think I'm as uh good at this as I thought I was. Sailor sort of draws himself up. He says, "As I understand the situation, you were bushwhacked." Yeah, I don't know how many bushes were involved, but I definitely almost got whacked. There's a sort of like weird splashing sound and his his body like shakes. He says he says, I mean to say, you should give yourself some credit. It was a dishonorable attempt. Yeah. Can uh Oh, Roll, can I bleed on your couch instead of your floor? He's like, if you can get up. Uh, never mind. I'm good here. He's like, ah, for Christ's sakes. He puts the bottle down, stands up, and goes over and gets a very weak grip under Morgan's arms and drags him haphazardly over to the couch. Uh... He, he he clearly breaks a sweat getting him up there. Um, and he says, he "says Didn't I tell you that was a trap?" Uh, yeah, I uh, guess I uh, got cocky. The guy dropped a building on you. Uh, well, he shot me full of holes first blew up that poor kid Gillens yeah that's that's some fucked up stuff like uh, man these are some bad bad guys yeah well about that yeah well, maybe I did a little digging into who owned the building. Greenwell? Nah. Disastro? 
Nope. Uh, uh, you know, come out they're not the, the only people in town who have money. I mean, I can see why you'd guess, but remember the lawyer, the guy who represented the so-called Sink 7? Oh, yeah, that douchebag. Well, his name is on the paperwork, the incorporation, or whatever company used to operate out of there. So, this was a strongman job, buddy. Mm. I, uh, it didn't feel fancy enough for the other crew, so that's who I was guessing. So, both the majors gunning for you. No friends but us. Waves his hand at the other two in the room. And nearly dead. What are you going to do, pal? <laughs> uh, fuck. Almost every part of me says just to fold it in. But, uh... I got a little piece of advice. Saying that, uh... You guys... You guys, uh, you're, you're enough. If I can lean on you, you're enough. I'm sorry, Roll. I've leaned on you. I've leaned on you a lot. But I'm gonna have to lean a little bit more. He's like, nah. It's all right. I've been playing it safe for too long looks like that doesn't get you anywhere these days <laughs> uh, I always knew you were the hero type uh, he waves his hand he's like ah but you can see he's blushing a little bit yeah uh, like, <sighs> Morgan actually like kind of reaches out like grabs his hand and like holds it for a second pats it with his other one and lets it go he's like I think they're uh, I think we might need just one more you got somebody in mind yeah somebody I said that I wasn't gonna drag into this but I've known I've known for a, a minute that they were they were gonna drag themselves into it <sighs> As soon as I stop bleeding, oh, and can walk, I'm going to go pay her a visit. All right. Whatever you need, Chief. We should be okay here for a while, even in a town as messed up as this one. An old office building blowing up draws some attention, so we can... We can be here a little while longer without getting any eyes. Alright. I might need to, uh... <laughs> I know it's not gonna work this way, but I may need a week or two off. Says, well, things are moving pretty fast around here, but... You, you just rest for now. You'll, you'll feel better when you wake up. You don't worry about it for a little while. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna. 
just and kind of goes off for a minute. And Morgan's out. That that sounds like the sound of Morgan falling asleep. Yeah. Okay. The last thing he's aware of before he passes out is Roland very determinedly putting the bottle aside, getting out his special magical book, and sort of slamming it open on the desk. So he is he is about some magical work as you drift off. Okay. And I think that's a suitable stopping point for now. Yikes. <laughs> well, I knew I was attached to Morgan, but man, I was I was getting emotional there. Well, as well you should. Yeah. He's 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 basically a good guy. Yeah. 